You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens Brown paper packages tied up with strings These are a few of my favorite things Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. And I am Kevin David Thomas. And this is our favorite thing. Huzzah! Huzzah! Happy Throwback <laughs> Thursday, Yay. Kevin. Hey! How have you been? This is one of my favorite days. Is it really? You know, I love when we get to chat about this stuff. Me too. I do, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I live for this. I love geeking out about musical theater. Totally. And I hope our, I think our listeners like geeking out about musical theater as well. You know, if, if you're like me, I mean, I, there are things that I had never, had never been on my radar before. And then now I go home or if I ever have some free time and go down a, like I went down the stairway to stardom rabbit hole. (laughs) Rob, thanks a lot for that. I mean, Precious, uh, what's her Precious name? Cheryl tapped. Klein. I mean, they, these people <gasps> are. Klein. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, please go back and listen to one of our favorite things podcasts where we talk, where Rob talked about Stairway to Stardom, the public access cable series from the early 80s into the early 90s, I want to say, uh, 82 to 91 or something. I don't yes, know. and if you need some help, I live up in Harlem. Uh, <laughs> Come on up and come watch with me. It's always on the TV here. It's always on the TV. Man, it's, it's good though. I don't know. I don't think I mentioned this, but if you watch the Cheryl Klein one, did you notice how the camera panned a little bit and there was the host eating dinner in his no, kitchen? I need to go back. And He's watch eating that. his little spaghetti and meatballs. He's a very happy man. I was too disturbed by her performance. I mean, and fascinated by it. Oh, I love that performance. <laughs> she's like so coked up. Like she's. You know what I forgot to mention to you? About Stairway to Stardom, and then we'll move on. Yeah, I'm no. so sorry, guys. No, it's hey, a very I unhealthy it. I started obsession. it. <laughs> okay. There were two women on there um, who were, oh, my God, I, I can't remember their names. It's okay. <gasps> oh, we have to look it up, though. Kevin, this were they in sequined? Uh, yes, they were in. I can't believe I know this. Horowitz they, Inspector. Oh my god! Of course, it's like a law firm. It's Horowitz Inspector. <laughs> do you remember? I don't know if many people remember this on SNL when Jan Hooks and Nora Dunn would do the Sweeney Sisters. Oh yeah, the, they said they based the Sweeney Sisters off of Horowitz Inspector. They were like they were in like sequined leotards. They would or do something. medleys everywhere. Yeah. Mark Shaman was actually the pianist in oh the sketches gosh. so that was them now i, I you'll, i'm so sorry i need to put a cold washcloth on my head because we're talking <laughs> about stairway to stardom 
I just need to lay down. <laughs> oh my god. So, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. This that's week. what you've been doing. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I, I have to tell our viewers I'm a little tired because I stayed up late last night. They released a new episode, a full episode, which I had never seen before. Of a stairway to start. Who was releasing this stuff, Rob? Because it's an official YouTube account. So this is what I found out because I contacted them. Of course you did. Of course I did. They love the show. The the people that own that channel or created that channel, loved the show. And when Frank Massey was still alive, they interviewed him, and they said that they, he, they were doing a documentary about public access. They weren't doing a documentary they about public access. Yeah. And so they met him. They did an interview with him, which is also on YouTube. And it's actually very interesting. And they said, can we take whatever tapes you have and copy them? Because we'll probably want to use it for the documentary. And he said <gasps> yes. And they got all the tapes. And Legally, oh. Well, he owned the material, and, and he, he gave, gave it to gave them and said, right, do what okay, you want with yeah, it. So, yeah, sure, so legally, yeah. Hey, and we're all the merrier for it, so, you know. And I told him, I said, I just want to thank you guys for the endless hours of entertainment. They, some of them have, like, 50,000 hits. I mean, like, they're they're very popular. For you, campy, oh, yeah. you know, stardom. They are you know, so good. They're so campy and they're shit, and so earnest. So earnest. So earnest. God bless each and every one of them. I applaud that. I, I would really like a Where Are They Now episode. That would be I really would nice. We should do, do that. that. <laughs> but I can't find them. So imagine I'm, I Google Cheryl Klein, New York City. Oh, I mean, Rob. <laughs> How many Cheryl Kleins do you think are in New York City? 70,000? And this is like something like 80,000? 35 years later. Yeah. Like, you know? she could, that could not have been a real name, maybe. Maybe she's married now. Who knows? Wow. Who knows? What fun. She actually changed her name to Patty Lapone. <laughs> it kind of seemed like the... No, not, it was not, like they're no. like, what's New Buenos Aires? That clip, it kind of was reminiscent of Well, you know what? Bit, what's funny is, be is she's in the middle of the comedy set and somebody's talking to her. Excuse me. So maybe it is Patty Lapone. <laughs> the comedy routines are also very good. Oh, the, aren't they pretty Awkwardly good? Awkwardly amazing. Please, stairway to stardom. You I'm guys, so sorry. Right, so I got, that, and that's not I even our favorite thing. You see, that's, it's such them. a favorite thing that we can revisit it again. So my favorite thing, besides raindrops on roses and whiskey, Oscars on Kittens. Um, <laughs> 1973. Great year. A great year. And I'm going to talk about the show a little bit. Okay. But I really want to talk more about the lyricist of the show. Okay. Because I think she... Oh, a she. A she is someone who does not get the credit she deserves. I'm a huge fan of that. And I'm giving credit. After the Trudy Ripman episode, oh, yep. I feel like she should get a little... This woman should get a little bit more attention. All so, right. Lyricist, Dorothy Fields. I knew it. I knew you were going to say that. Composer. Cy Cy Coleman. Yes. Book by Michael Bennett. Yep. Parentheses, Neil Simon, uncredited. What? Another Neil Simon? Another Neil Simon, uncredited. He did a lot of that ghost work. I would like to introduce everybody to a wonderful musical called Seesaw. Seesaw. Yes, Kevin got it. Totally. I love Seesaw. I love Seesaw, too. Michelle Lee. Michelle Lee. Ken Howard. The late, great Ken Howard, who just passed away. Oh, he did just pass away. From the great White Shadow. That was the TV show, The White Shadow. Oh, gosh, Robin. We heard a story about it because when we interviewed Leroy, remember? Oh, and yes. And I was going to play the Tommy Toon part. Yes. And then things changed. So the relationship with Michael Bennett changed yes. a little bit. Yes. If you no 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 no. If you want more information on a Seesaw, go back to a part one out of the eighty part series we did <laughs> the, with the Broadway legend interview Leroy Reams. Leroy Reams. It's like when David Frost interviewed Richard Nixon, <gasps> like a big long. <laughs> Epic, and oh, I love. I loved it. Came out. Martini. Okay. We had so you many guys. martinis. I wish I maybe I'll do this 
Maybe 200 years after we have all passed away, we will release the unedited version <laughs> of the Leroy Reams interview because there were things that were said so shade, and so things that were revealed. My jaw was on the floor. Mm-hmm. My jaw was on the floor. I cannot. I, I, I can't even begin. So, um, see, Tommy so, Toon. Yep, 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 yep. And so, it was one of his first breakout roles. I want to say for Tommy but, Toon. Yeah, yeah. So for those of you who aren't aware of Seesaw, it was a musical in 1973, and it's based on a play by William Gibson, who also wrote The Miracle Worker. Oh, right. And the play was called Two for the Seesaw, and it starred Anne Bancroft, Henry Fonda. Wow. Those were, I mean, and those were two big heavy hitters at the time. Uh, and the story is, is, it's very similar. It's Boy Meets Girl with Fish Out of Water, which is the young woman is a dancer on Broadway uh, in New York City. She's very eccentric, very liberal, and uh, her boyfriend is a very conservative lawyer from the Midwest. And it's how the two of them get together in their romance, and is it going to work out? That's pretty much the play. We've seen this before. The musical version of Seesaw is one of the most complicated creations of a musical in Broadway theater history, and it's still talked about to this day for for many big reasons. Originally, the book was going to be by Michael Stewart. Oh, yeah. Who wrote Hello, Dolly. Same composing team, Cy Coleman, Dorothy Fields. Right. A guy named Ed Sharon was going to direct it. Um, and he was mostly known for plays. He had just done The Great White Hope, which is the story oh. of an African-American boxer. Not necessarily the first person you think of when it comes to uh, a musical, musical theater directing, com- yeah. if that makes sense. This happens a lot, I feel like. you know, It the old- does. There's this idea that, well, he directed or she directed a play. They're going to know what to do with a the musical. They're two totally different beasts. Yep. They're two totally different. Be- and it doesn't mean that you can't easily go back and forth. I mean, look, Joe Mantello does it. Jack O'Brien does it. Sam Mendes. Yeah, Sam Mendes yeah. does it. Directing is very much like act. There is something, there's a type that you have. You do your strength really well. And you just because you're good at one thing doesn't mean you can do everything. We're all limited. Agreed. Agreed. We're all limited. And Agreed. it looks like I think that Mr. Sharon was one of those. And the leading lady was going to be Lainey Kazan. Lainey Kazan, who, my big fat Greek wedding. Oh, yeah. uh, she, she was, was on the, the Nanny a lot. Yeah. One of my favorite movies, You Don't Mess With the Zohan. Are you serious? Adam Sandler. I love that movie. You Don't Mess With Zohan. Please. Zohan is genius. All right, I'll let you have that one. Thank I, you. I don't know it. Uh, he plays the, an Israeli spy. What? Adam Sandler's an Israeli spy who moves to New York. And never mind. If you've never seen it, <laughs> pretty great. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll consider it. Lainey Kazan plays the woman he's living with okay. who's always sleeping with him. Oh, gosh. They're having an affair. She sleeps with Adam Sandler. Okay. And there's a very frightening scene. Um, sounds where her son walks in on them and they're doing a doggy style. It's um, okay, all right, but it's a classic. So anyway, Lainey Kazan <laughs> was going to be the lead. Needless to say, Trouble Out of Town, ah, uh, classic. Ed Sharon fired, Gone. and they bring in Michael Bennett. Michael Bennett, who go- he's the Golden Child. I mean, golden like Child. It. He's coming off a company. He's coming off of Follies. Follies. Yeah. First thing Michael Bennett does gets rid of Lainey Kazan. Gone. Fires her. Why? He says. No one's going to believe that someone so zoftig, which is a nice Yiddish word. I've never word, even heard that word before. For big, oh. is going to be a Broadway dancer. And she begs with him and she pleads with him. She says, please let me stay in the show. This is going to be her big yeah. break. Please let me be in the show. Fires Lainey Kazan and brings in Michelle Lee. Oh, I mean, like, complete opposite. From How to Succeed and all that stuff. And he changes. A young Michelle. I mean, like, A young yeah. Michelle Lee. And he changes the whole tone of the show. He also brings in his associate choreographer, Tommy Toon, and gives him featured role. A major song. Tall Tommy Toon. This is Tommy Toon's breakout role. That role was originally being played by another actor who got fired. But who was promised that role before that actor? 
Leroy Reams. Leroy Reams. And Leroy does not come to Detroit where they're out no. of town. He, Leroy thinks he's going to come in. Does not happen. So what happens is, and this is actually what's really, really brilliant. Michael Bennett takes this show, which is supposed to take place in New York City. When they were doing it out of town, New York City was presented very realistically and literally. Mm. And Michael Bennett somehow was able to take the grit of New York City and marry it with the fantastical images we have of New York City. Mm. So the New York City of Seesaw is a high it's a little gritty and it's a little fantastical mm. and the story takes on a whole new tone and the show becomes a success out of town it moves into new york city and it becomes a success in new york city and it features an amazing score including things like my city very classic song that's singing at auditions a lot nobody does it like me oh great song welcome to holiday inn that's a funny song. which is a very funny song ladies if you're looking for something funny to do spanglish, spanglish. Yes. yes spanglish which is the story of how uh jerry ryan our very waspy lawyer learns how to speak the hybrid languages of New York City, and Tommy Toon's big number. It's not where you start, start it's, it's where, where you, you finish. finish. An optimistic, hopeful song done with staircases and balloons. Oh, yeah. There is a clip of it that's amazing, and we will post it on YouTube. Full Michael Bennett special there. Oh, a yeah. full Michael Bennett special. And one of the really, really cool things about the show is that in order to get uh, sagging ticket sales up as a publicity stunt, they got the actual mayor of New York City at the time, John Lindsay, to make a cameo in the show. And he was actually featured in the show one night. And he actually looked very much like the leading man of the show. He looked a lot like Ken Howard. and be- not doing anything at the office and he just popped no. on by for a matinee? Well, I mean, that like, was the irony of it, which was like, the whole show was talking about how crime ridden New York City was and the mayor, who should have been stopping the crime. Like eight shows a week? Showed up. Not eight shows a week, just a couple of cameos every once in a while. That is so random. And that b- b- boosted up ticket sales. I am always surprised that this show is not done at Encore. I, I am too. We don't hear about it very often. And I'm surprised for... it's not done more often because mm-hmm. it's a nice little throwback to the 70s and it's great. I want to give a shout out to Dorothy Fields. You know, everyone we've talked to that has known her, everyone has the same love and affection for her. I wish we could have talked to her because she was one special lady. Allegedly enjoyed the sauce. Enjoyed the sauce. Yeah. Could down a vodka martini like that. There's a great book on her and I believe the book is called On the Sunny Side of the Street. Mm. This is why I really want to acknowledge her. Most lyricists and composers don't really evolve as the times evolve. Yeah. Just listen to these couple of songs. On the Sunny Side of the Street, The Way You Look Tonight, Big Spender. These are decades, starting in the 1920s and going up to the the 19th century. Worked with Jerome Kern. I mean, um, the original operetta master. Worked with, yeah. This is a woman who, if you look at her lyrics, I mean, this is lyric writing. The optimism of On the Sunny Side of the Street and the lyrics that she uses to create Spanglish, to Welcome to Holiday Inn, to It's Not Where You Start, It's Where You Finish, always sounds exactly like the time period she is writing in. That's special. And and honestly, not a lot of people can do that. Not a lot of lyricists can do that. She was always mirroring the times. And to me, I think that's incredible. And I don't think she gets the credit she deserves. I think you're right, actually. I do. And especially, I must say, as a a, a female artist in that time period, too. um, And I think the fact that she was so beloved is shown in her work. Because clearly she was of the time. I mean, like, she was social. She was, you know, current. And uh, you're right. We should know her more. She's a very special woman, and her work is 
Um, and she didn't just write with Cy Coleman. I mean, she wrote with like a lot of. I mean, I, I yeah. Uh, I mean, she, I mean, if you look, I mean, she worked with just about every single major composer. Arthur Schwartz. I love uh, Tree Girls in Brooklyn. I believe she did those lyrics, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, she did yeah. Tree Girls in Brooklyn. And like I said, you know, she doesn't. Everyone goes Stephen Sondheim, mm-hmm. um, Fred Ebb. Those are usually the big mm-hmm. lyricists that get mentioned. I'm sure I'm forgetting. It. Oh, Oscar, uh, duh, Oscar Hammerstein. Oh, yeah. But to be honest with you, and I hope this doesn't sound like sacrilege, Oscar Hammerstein's lyric pretty much sound like the same period over and over again. And I totally I mean, they're, they're brilliant, they're, poetic, and they're wonderful, but there is a style yes. to it for sure. As brilliant as it is, but it is uh, capsuled. Yeah, I feel her lyrics really hold the mirror up to the time that she's writing in. And totally. she's able to adjust and change as time goes on. So the big thing is, if you're not going to listen to Seesaw, at least listen to something else that Dorothy Fields has done, because the work is really incredible yeah. and really impressive. Totally. So Seesaw, 1973. Thank God so much of this stuff was preserved on YouTube yeah. for you to take a look at. I would love to see it come back in any way, shape, or form. So that's my favorite thing I love for the that. week. That's a really good one. What is your favorite thing? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. For this All right. You're going to know this one right away. This is a movie. A this movie. movie is a right. Gone of- with the wind. <laughs> this movie is a rite of passage for all musical theater lovers. Zohan. Yeah. <laughs> The musical, you, you're gonna I know it right away. I have two ideas. I have two ideas. I mean, it, it's. I, I was a what a freshman. It was like my first week in college, and the older classmen took us to the theater. You know, took they they got this the chamber hall, and we sat down and watched this movie. You know, it's a it's gonna, it's a movie about a musical, putting on a musical in a town. Is it? Oh wait, I'm I could the, do a dance move for you right now, and you would know it right away. Oh. Is this waiting for Guffman? Of course, it's waiting for Guffman. Oh my! I love you so much right now. You know, I well, love you so much. Rob and I both teach at New York Film Academy in their musical theater department, and we we mentioned this this movie to our students, and God bless them, they're like eighteen to twenty two, and they had no idea what we were talking about, and I was completely horrified and i was like your homework is to go yeah. home and watch wait never got and they came back and they were like oh my gosh where's this movie been this is this is hysterical and it was like yeah i know it is all right so for those of you who perhaps don't know what this movie is it's written by the team of christopher guest and eugene levy um they've written they did spinal tap and they did best in show and they're known for making these sort of well, this is a mockumentary kind a of mockumentary. A, a movie, but they're, it's, they're really known for creating the setup for the scenes, but then the scenes are almost all improvised. The, there's no scripted dialogue, and, and you really can see that these actors, these comedic actors like Catherine O'Hara and Fred Willard, and I mean, you're, you're thinking of all their performances right now, and Michael McKean, Parker Posey's in it, and 
they are so listening and reacting and, and, and it's almost theatrical the way that they are play their scenes. It is funny. It's kooky. And the whole concept of the movie is this town is celebrating their sesquicentennial anniversary. The town of Blaine in uh, Missouri is their 150th celebration. And so they've decided to put on the musical Red, White, and Blaine. <laughs> An original musical. that They've got their uh, quirky St. Clair who is uh, from New York City, an old, faded, theatrical impresario who now makes his home in Blaine um, and is allegedly married, but we never meet his wife, Bonnie. But um, he's gonna <laughs> he's been hired to direct it and write it. And so he brings his talentless community members together and they put on the show. And you can't like something like 30 minutes of the musical and the only thing that actually is scripted is the dialogue for the musical in the oh, movie really? that is the only part that's actually scripted and what you see friends is you get to see they're all the they're all auditioned like fred willard and, and Catherine o'hara uh, are, are a husband and wife and and they you see their audition together like they audition for corky and you watch their audition and they have a, a whole medley i dream oh my god it's, it's so midnight good. at the oasis midnight right? at the oasis it's so wacky i can't it, it, describing it too, if you haven't seen it, just doesn't do it justice. But in the theater industry, to this day, we when it's the day when you are going to have opening night, everyone says it's the day of the show, y'all. It's the day of the show, y'all. Like Parker Posey says that on the day of the show, and so the whole conceit is that when they hear that this guy from New York, a producer, is going to come, and it's very like waiting for Godot, but it's waiting for Guff, Guffman is the producer that's allegedly coming to see their show because maybe it's going to go to Broadway. Of course, well, I don't want to ruin anything, but let's just say. Guffman doesn't show up, but they think he does. <laughs> I am so happy you picked this movie. It's like amazing. It is. Yeah. I think it is one of the funniest films ever made. Ever. Period. Yep. And I am so surprised. I think I don't know if we have talked about this before, but the Academy Awards never really wants to give recognition to comedies. Totally. I don't know why, because I think I think comic performance and writing is ten times more difficult. Yep. And Waiting for Guffman should have been nominated for Best Picture that year. It really is hysterical. And like you were saying, if you've done community theater mm-hmm. And I, you know these people. <laughs> you know this world. You know Ron and Sheila. Oh, yeah. You go, yep, that's yep. the married couple that think... They do everything. They're, yep. Yep. They think they're yep. the you-know-what, and they act like it. And the... I love when they do the audition and Fred Willard goes, do you want me to strike the chair? <laughs> We've done shows before, We've so we know, all, before. Yeah, we, know, we, know, we know all the terminology. <laughs> we know the vocabulary. It is, I don't, Bob Balaban as their music oh, director, the put-upon music director. And the music in the musical, though, is, is shockingly amazing. Because like, the orchestrations the are like unreal. Like His orchestra sounds so good. But I notice that a lot in a lot of community theaters. Like The show itself might not be amazing, but the band is always <laughs> fantastic. And he takes it so seriously. That it's fight just, they have, like when oh, he's yeah. like, well, when are and they they're trying to learn talk it? under their breath. And yeah. He's like, what, do you, what do you just just say it? Just, just say, say it. it. Just say it. <laughs> and he opens up the. Well, yeah, I don't want to give anything anything <laughs> oh, away. God. You know, my favorite one of my oh. favorite parts in that movie is, and it gets. I think it gets unnoticed. In addition to being so funny, there's also a heart there. Mm. Eugene Levy's wife. Yes. When he enters in Red, White, and Blaine, it's a close-up of her, and she goes to applaud him, like to give him You're entrance right, applause. Rob, that's right. And nobody else applauds, <laughs> and she just puts her hands down sadly. She's so proud of him. And it tells you so much. I'm getting tears thinking about oh, it. I, I don't know. know why. But it tells you so much about their relationship and like what he's able to accomplish. Yeah. I don't know who this actor is, but when they go to the audition montage... And he comes and goes, I'm going to do a scene from Raging Bull. And he plays both parts of Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. Did you fuck my wife? What? Did you fuck my wife? 
How could you ask me? That? <laughs> One of my favorites is uh, uh, real quick is is uh, it, on the now if you have the DVD there are special features right so you get cut scenes and one of the cut scenes is Parker Posey's audition and she does a whole monologue where she. <laughs> She's she's like doing a whole monologue of like someone who's terminally ill and they're like plugged in to you know and so the whole monologue is about her like it was like her abuser or something and she's like and he did things that she did not want to do and then at the very end of it she pulls the plug on him so she mimes it and she's like tugging at it and it doesn't come out and then she is like it is it's true comedic genius and I I, I read somewhere that they had no idea what they were gonna do for those audition sequences I was just gonna that say they that's made, what... they each made up their own stuff and they just and Parker is so crazy. I feel like that she just is like wackadoo, and that was you could see it in that monologue. It's brilliant. Um, Eugene Levy does a whole like the um, he does town race. Yes, it's a does, medley. He, yeah, it's medley. A medley. Yeah, God. I dream of GD with the light brown hair. You know, this has to be a favorite thing at some point. But I just want to recommend if you really like these mockumentaries, go back please and watch SCTV, mm. which was Canada's answer. To Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. in which you have Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara and Martin Short and Andrea Martin, and they do so many theater parodies yeah. on there. I was watching an episode recently where they did a parody of talk shows, and Andrea Martin oh my did God. Phyllis Newman. Andrea Martin came out and did Phyllis Newman, and you go, who would do a Phyllis right? Newman impression? <laughs> and it's Andrea Martin, and it's pretty fantastic. But she's funny. Oh- yeah, I deviated. Anything, I'm so with, anything with Catherine O'Hara, I'm happy. I mean, I think that woman can do no wrong. I feel like she should be a staple in this world. I, she's just unreal. Catherine comedy. O'Hara is a god. Even a like Home com- Alone, she's the mom in Home Alone, of course. Oh and yeah, she's the mom in Home so Alone. So you not only see that she's a great comedian, but she's actually a really good actress. She's a brilliant. That actress. one scene where she freaks out. That I mean, come on, like she's it's real. A I buy genius it. actress, but she's funny. So waiting for Guffman. Waiting for Guffman, you guys. Write a passage. You have to see it. Seesaw. Waiting for Guffman. Awesome. So listen to that. Watch that. And let us know what you think. All right. Till next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Gapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.